0: novitiate i'm father dave Callahan from the missionaries of god's love and you're listening to a podcast made specially for lay people who want to grow in their faith understand the lay vocation and how to become saints while still doing the ordinary everyday things of living in the world aware that religious get far too much training and they never really get a chance to relate that spiritual teaching into a context that works for lay people. This is an attempt to try and take the writings of the great saints and work out how they are going to help you change dirty nappies in a way that will make you holy. What I want to do today is just start off with one very important principle for the journey of the holy life in the world. Very often when people think about what it means to become a saint They assume that this is like climbing a huge mountain where every day you have to make a thousand good decisions. And if you make one bad decision, you slide back down this avalanche of ordinariness back into the pit of life that everyone else is living in. And that just seems exhausting. You know, how do you fight every day to be good when you've got so many other things demanding your time and your energy? What I want to suggest is that the journey of holiness is a whole lot easier. It's not a matter of making a thousand decisions every day. It's about making one decision that will shape your whole life. Now, if I can use this as an example of you driving home, I don't know where you're listening to this podcast right now. You might be you know, cleaning the dishes in your kitchen, or you might be on your way home from work. If you use that idea, every day you drive home, you are sitting an exam. And it is an extremely important exam because if you fail that exam, you won't get home. Now, what this means is that every day you drive your car home and you are faced with a decision every time you go through an intersection. You could go left or right or straight ahead. And depending on which decision you make, that will determine whether you get home. It will determine whether you even end up in a different city. This is potentially life or death. (laughs) If you haven't got enough food in your car and you end up thousands of kilometers away, that could become serious. But the reality is we don't even think about those decisions you probably don't even pay attention to the various traffic intersections that you go through. Even though every side road could open up a whole world of possibility, a whole new option of adventure, you're blind to it. You don't even consider it because you've made one decision, which overrides everything. You want to get home and you want to get home as fast as possible. You have spent time dreaming all day about how comfortable the couch is and how nice your dinner is gonna be while you sit in front of the TV and watch your favorite TV program. You've set your goal. And so every other decision disappears. Now, in a sense, that is the whole journey of your life. We like to think that we are free, autonomous individuals, but the reality is, You made a decision quite a long time ago, which has influenced everything. And to a degree, we could say that every decision for the next 10 or 20 or 30 years has already been made because of that one decision. You see, what happened was you made a decision about what the destination of your life was. What was the end goal? What is the thing you were aiming for? And you've set your heart on that. You've meditated upon it, whether consciously or unconsciously. You've meditated on that for years. And you have set your heart to believe that that thing is going to fulfill you and make you complete. And so every decision you make is trying to get you home. Every decision you make throughout this day is trying to help you get to that destination. Now, to try and put this in perspective, I'll give you a few examples. You know, very simply, if you decide that the the purpose of life is money, whoever has the most money wins, is the most happy, then the reality is you're going to make the decisions to get yourself there without thinking, without having to wrestle or discern anything you are naturally going to do whatever will make you the most money and whatever will save you the most money. Your whole world will be focused around that destination. If you believe that the purpose of life is pleasure, then every decision you make is gonna be focused on how to care for yourself and bring the most happiness. Your decisions around family and whether you do the washing up on the dishes, how much time you spend with your kids, Every decision is going to be dancing around this one decision or this destination you've, you've focused your life on. In the same way, we see in our modern world, people who are obsessed with health and physical strength, people who, are, who believe that the purpose of life is to be the strongest or the fastest. Every decision they make becomes obsessive about this. You know, you've got people who will wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning to eat special food so that they can lose weight during the night and be the the most ripped and muscular person they can be at 5 o'clock in the morning. That's their destination. They've set their heart upon that one thing. But what if your destination was love? What if you set your heart on the goal of becoming love? That's a, that's a quote from St. Thérèse of Lisieux. When she wrestled with her vocation, she tried to work out, am I meant to be a contemplative? Am I meant to be a missionary? She wanted to do so many great things. And yet she realized that ultimately what she wanted was to become love. Not just to be loving, but to actually allow her whole being to be shaped into the very likeness of love, which ultimately is the likeness of God. That was her goal. That was her purpose. And every waking moment of her life was trying to work out how to shape herself, how to train herself to become love. Ultimately, that is the goal of holiness. That's the the call of Jesus on our lives. When he says, come and follow me, come and imitate me, he's calling us to set our destination. When Jesus begins his ministry in the Gospel of John, he doesn't start by teaching morality. He doesn't start by proclaiming great truths about the heavenly kingdom. What he does is he says a question. He asks one thing. If you look at John chapter 1, the first words that Jesus says is when two of the disciples of John the Baptist are walking behind him. And he turns around and he looks them in the eyes and he says, what do you want? What are you looking for? It's a strange question. And it seems very much that these disciples don't know how to answer. But I want to suggest to you that this is the starting point for your whole journey with Jesus. This is the question which he's still looking for an answer from you. What do you want? What's your destination in life? Where are you going? What are you looking for? Now, we often look at that and we, we start to be the good little Christian boy or the good little Christian girl, and we, we give the good Christian answer. We say, Oh, Lord, I want to be holy. I want to be righteous. I want to get to heaven. Be honest. Be completely brutally honest. Be honest with yourself. What do you want? Actually tell Jesus. Imagine yourself sitting before Jesus, looking at you, and tell him honestly, what do you want? There's probably some stuff there that you're a little bit ashamed of, saying to anybody, let alone to the Son of God. What do you want? You see, this is the starting point for the spiritual journey. It's about radical honesty about what your destination is. Not the nice, pious idea inside your head, but actually that really deep place in your values, down in the very core of your soul, that thing that just drives you, the thing that influences every decision you ever make. And and maybe the best way to discover the answer is to look at your decisions. Look at the decisions you've made this last week, because if they were mostly selfish, then that reveals something about what you're looking for. If most of your decisions were about comfort, about pleasure, about money, or about power and position, about protecting your reputation, that starts to paint a picture about where you believe happiness is to be found. This question, as I say, is the starting point for the journey of holiness. If you can sit before Christ and be completely honest and say, Lord, What I'm looking for is not you. What I'm looking for is something probably quite shameful and embarrassing and not particularly holy. But I'm now prepared to allow you to convince me otherwise. Convince me where the path of true happiness is to be found. Convince me that my deeper desire, that there is a deeper yearning beneath everything else that may just be calling me to become love. So, my simple encouragement to you is if you manage to get a couple of moments spare to yourself this week, imagine Jesus looking at you in the eyes and asking you what your destination is. What is that one decision you have made already about where your life is going? And ask Him to show you a different destination, a destination that may be more satisfying, much more fulfilling and lead you into the great mystery of becoming love.